Question 14 of Summa Theologica, Pars Prima Secunde, On the Last End and on Human Acts. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Jill Clancy, Los Angeles, California. Summa Theologica, Pars Prima Secunde, On the Last End and on Human Acts by St. Thomas Aquinas, translated by the Fathers of the English Dominican Province. Question 14. Of counsel which precedes choice in six articles. We must now consider counsel, concerning which there are six points of inquiry. Number 1. Whether counsel is an inquiry. 2. Whether counsel is of the end or of the means. 3. Whether counsel is only of things that we do. 4. Whether counsel is of all things that we do. 5. Whether the process of counsel is one of analysis. 6. Whether the process of counsel is indefinite. First Article 1 and 2. Question 14. Article 1. Whether counsel is an inquiry. Objection 1. It would seem that counsel is not an inquiry. For Damascene says, on the Orthodox faith, 2.22, that counsel is an act of the appetite, but inquiry is not an act of the appetite. Therefore, counsel is not an inquiry. Objection 2. Further inquiry is a discursive act of the intellect, for which reason is not found in God, whose knowledge is not discursive, as we have shown in the first part. Question 14. Article 7. But counsel is ascribed to God, for it is written, Ephesians 1.11, that he worketh all things according to the counsel of his will. Therefore, counsel is not inquiry. Objection 3. Further, inquiry is of doubtful matters, but counsel is given in matters that are certainly good. Thus the Apostle says, 1 Corinthians 7.25, now concerning virgins, I have no commandment of the Lord, but I give counsel. Therefore, counsel is not an inquiry. On the contrary, Gregory of Nicaea, Nemesius, on human nature, 34, says, Every counsel is an inquiry, but not every inquiry is a counsel. I answer that. Choice, as stated above. Question 13. Article 1 to 2. Article 3 follows the judgment of the reason about what is to be done. Now there is much uncertainty in things that have to be done, because actions are concerned with contingent singulars, which by reason of their vicissitude are uncertain. Now in things doubtful and uncertain, the reason does not pronounce judgment without previous inquiry, wherefore the reason must of necessity institute an inquiry before deciding on the objects of choice. And this inquiry is called counsel. Hence the philosopher says, Ethics 3, 2, that choice is the desire of what has been already counseled. Reply, Objection 1. When the acts of two powers are ordained to one another, in each of them there is something belonging to the other power. Consequently, each act can be denominated from either power 
now it is evident that the act of the reason giving direction as to the means and the act of the will tending to these means according to the reason's direction are ordained to one another consequently there is to be found something of the reason viz order in that act of the will which is choice and in counsel which is an act of reason something of the will both as matter since counsel is of what man wills to do and as motive because it is from willing the end that man is moved to take counsel in regard to the means and therefore just as the philosopher says ethics six two that choice is intellect influenced by appetite thus pointing out that both concur in the act of choosing so damascene says on orthodox faith two twenty two that counsel is appetite based on inquiry so as to show that counsel belongs in a way both to the will on whose behalf and by whose impulsion the inquiry is made and to the reason that executes the inquiry reply objection to the things that we say of god must be understood without any of the defects which are to be found in us thus in us science is of conclusions derived by reasoning from causes to effects but science when said of god means sure knowledge of all effects in the first cause without any reasoning process in like manner we ascribe counsel to god as to the certainty of his knowledge or judgment which certainty in us arises from the inquiry of counsel but such inquiry has no place in god wherefore in this respect it is not ascribed to god in which sense damascene says on the orthodox faith two twenty two god takes not counsel those only take counsel who lack knowledge reply objection three it may happen that things which are most certainly good in the opinion of wise and spiritual men are not certainly good in the opinion of many or at least of carnal-minded men consequently in such things counsel may be given second article one two question fourteen article two whether counsel is of the end or only of the means objection one it would seem that counsel is not only of the means but also of the end for whatever is doubtful can be the subject of inquiry now in things to be done by man there happens sometimes a doubt as to the end and not only as to the means since therefore inquiry as to what is to be done is counsel it seems that counsel can be of the end objection to further the matter of counsel is human actions but some human actions are ends as stated in ethics one one therefore counsel can be of the end on the contrary gregory of nicia nemesius on human nature thirty four says that counsel is not of the end but of the means i answer that the end is the principle in practical matters because the reason of the means is to be found in the end 
now the principle cannot be called in question but must be presupposed in every inquiry since therefore counsel is an inquiry it is not of the end but only of the means nevertheless it may happen that what is the end in regard to some things is ordained to something else just as also what is the principle of one demonstration is the conclusion of another and consequently that which is looked upon as the end in one inquiry may be looked upon as the means in another and thus it will become an object of counsel reply objection one that which is looked upon as an end is already fixed consequently as long as there is any doubt about it it is not looked upon as an end wherefore if counsel is taken about it it will be counsel not about the end but about the means reply objection to counsel is about operations in so far as they are ordained to some end consequently if any human act be an end it will not as such be the matter of counsel third article one and two question fourteen article three whether counsel is only of things that we do objection one it would seem that counsel is not only of things that we do for counsel implies some kind of conference but it is possible for many to confer about things that are not subject to movement and are not the result of our actions such as the nature of various things therefore counsel is not only of things that we do objection to further men sometimes seek counsel about things that are laid down by law hence we speak of counsel at law and yet those who seek counsel thus have nothing to do in making the laws therefore counsel is not only of things that we do objection three further some are said to take consultation about future events which however are not in our power therefore counsel is not only of things that we do objection four further if counsel were only of things that we do no one would take counsel about what another does but this is clearly untrue therefore counsel is not only of things that we do on the contrary gregory anicia nemesius on human nature thirty four says we take counsel of things that are within our competency and that we are able to do i answer that counsel properly implies a conference held between several the very word concilium denotes this for it means a sitting together concidium from the fact that many sit together in order to confer with one another now we must take note that in contingent particular cases in order that anything be known for certain it is necessary to take several conditions or circumstances into consideration which it is not easy for one to consider but are considered by several with greater certainty since what one takes note of escapes the notice of another whereas in necessary and universal things our view is brought to bear on matters much more absolute and simple so that one man by himself may be sufficient to consider these things wherefore the inquiry of counsel is concerned properly speaking with contingent singulars now the knowledge of the truth in such matters does not rank so high as to be desirable of itself 
as is the knowledge of things universal and necessary. But it is desired as being useful towards action, because actions bear on things singular and contingent. Consequently, properly speaking, counsel is about things done by us. Reply Objection 1 Counsel implies conference, not of any kind, but about what is to be done, for the reason given above. Reply Objection 2 Although that which is laid down by the law is not due to the action of him who seeks counsel, nevertheless it directs him in his action, since the mandate of the law is one reason for doing something. Reply Objection 3 Counsel is not only about what is done, but also about whatever has relation to what is done. And for this reason we speak of consulting about future events, in so far as man is induced to do or omit something, through the knowledge of future events. Reply, Objection 4. We seek counsel about the actions of others, in so far as they are, in some way one with us, either by union of affection, thus a man is solicitous about what concerns his friend, as though it concerned himself, or after the manner of an instrument, for the principal agent and the instrument are, in a way, one cause, since one acts through the other. Thus the master takes counsel about what he would do through his servant. Fourth Article 1-2 to two, Question 14 Article 4 Whether counsel is about all things that we do. Objection 1 It would seem that counsel is about all things that we have to do, for choice is the desire of what is counseled, as stated above, Article 1. But choice is about all things that we do, therefore counsel is too. Objection 2. Further, counsel implies the reason's inquiry. But whenever we do not act through the impulse of passion, we act in virtue of the reason's inquiry. Therefore, there is counsel about everything that we do. Objection 3. Further, the philosopher says, Ethics 3.3, that if it appears that something can be done by more means than one, we take counsel by inquiring whereby it may be done most easily and best. But if it can be accomplished by one means, how it can be done by this? Close. But whatever is done is done by one means or by several. Therefore, counsel takes place in all things that we do. On the contrary, Gregory Anicia, Nemesius, On Human Nature, 34, says that counsel has no place in things that are done according to science or art. I answer that. Counsel is a kind of inquiry, as stated above, Article 1, but we are wont to inquire about things that admit of doubt. Hence the process of inquiry, which is called an argument is a reason that attests something that admitted of doubt. Cicero, Topics, 2 Tribat. Now, that something in relation to human acts admits of no doubt arises from a twofold source. First, because certain determinate ends are gained by certain determinate means, as happens in the arts which are governed by certain fixed rules of action. Thus a writer does not take counsel how to form his letters, for this is determined by art, 
secondly from the fact that it little matters whether it is done this or that way this occurs in minute matters which help or hinder but little with regard to the end aimed at and reason looks upon small things as mere nothings consequently there are two things of which we do not take counsel although they conduce to the end as the philosopher says ethics three three namely minute things and those which have a fixed way of being done as in works produced by art with the exception of those arts that admit of conjecture such as medicine commerce and the like as gregory of nicias says nemesius on human nature thirty four reply objection one choice presupposes counsel by reason of its judgment or decision consequently when the judgment or decision is evident without inquiry there is no need for the inquiry of counsel reply objection to in matters that are evident the reason makes no inquiry but judges at once consequently there is no need of counsel in all that is done by reason reply objection three when a thing can be accomplished by one means but in different ways doubt may arise just as when it can be accomplished by several means hence the need of counsel but when not only the means but also the way of using the means is fixed then there is no need of counsel fifth article one two question fourteen article five whether the process of counsel is one of analysis objection one it would seem that the process of counsel is not one of analysis for counsel is about things that we do but the process of our actions is not one of analysis but rather one of synthesis viz from the simple to the composite therefore counsel does not always proceed by way of analysis objection to further counsel is an inquiry of the reason but reason proceeds from things that proceed to things that follow according to the more appropriate order since then the past precedes the present and the present precedes the future it seems that in taking counsel one should proceed from the past and present to the future which is not an analytical process therefore the process of counsel is not one of analysis objection three further counsel is only of such things as are possible to us according to ethics three three but the question as to whether a certain thing is possible to us depends on what we are able or unable to do in order to gain such and such an end therefore the inquiry of counsel should begin from things present on the contrary the philosopher says ethics three three that he who takes counsel seems to inquire and analyze i answer that in every inquiry one must begin from some principle and if this principle proceeds both in knowledge and in being the process is not analytic but synthetic because to proceed from cause to effect is to proceed synthetically since causes are more simple than effects but if that which proceeds in knowledge is later in the order of being the process is one of analysis as when our judgment deals with effects which by analysis we trace to their simple causes now the principle in the inquiry of counsel is the end which proceeds 
indeed in intention, but comes afterward into execution. Hence the inquiry of counsel must needs be one of analysis, beginning, that is to say, from that which is intended in the future, and continuing until it arrives at that which is to be done at once. Reply Objection 1. Counsel is indeed about action, but actions take their reason from the end, and consequently the order of reasoning about actions is contrary to the order of actions. Reply Objection 2. Reason begins with that which is first according to reason, but not always with that which is first in point of time. Reply Objection 3. We should not want to know whether something to be done for an end be possible if it were not suitable for gaining that end. Hence we must first inquire whether it be conducive to the end before considering whether it be possible. Sixth Article 1 to 2, question 14, article 6, whether the process of counsel is indefinite. Objection 1. It would seem that the process of counsel is indefinite, for counsel is an inquiry about the particular things with which action is concerned, but singulars are infinite, therefore the process of counsel is indefinite. Objection 2. Further, the inquiry of counsel has to consider not only what is to be done, but how to avoid obstacles. But every human action can be hindered, and an obstacle can be removed by some human reason. Therefore, the inquiry about removing obstacles can go on indefinitely. Objection 3. Further, the inquiry of demonstrative science does not go on indefinitely, because one can come to principles that are self-evident, which are absolutely certain, but such like certainty is not to be had in contingent singulars, which are variable and uncertain. Therefore, the inquiry of counsel goes on indefinitely. On the contrary, no one is moved to that which he cannot possibly reach. On the heavens, 1, 7. But it is impossible to pass through the infinite. If, therefore, the inquiry of counsel is infinite. No one would begin to take counsel, which is clearly untrue. I answer that. The inquiry of counsel is actually finite on both sides, on that of its principle and on that of its term, for a twofold principle is available in the inquiry of counsel. One is proper to it and belongs to the very genus of things pertaining to operation. This is the end which is not the matter of counsel, but is taken for granted as its principle, as stated above, Article 2. The other principle is taken from another genus, so to speak. Thus, in demonstrative sciences, one science postulates certain things from another without inquiring into them. Now, these principles which are taken for granted in the inquiry of counsel are any facts received through the senses. For instance, that this is bread or iron, and also any general statements known either through speculative or through practical science. For instance, that adultery is forbidden by God, or that man cannot live without suitable nourishment. Of such things, counsel makes no inquiry. But the term of inquiry is that which we are able to do at once. For just as the end 
is considered in the light of a principle, so the means are considered in the light of a conclusion. Wherefore, that which presents itself as to be done first holds the position of an ultimate conclusion whereat the inquiry comes to an end. Nothing, however, prevents counsel from being infinite potentially for as much as an infinite number of things may present themselves to be inquired into by means of counsel. Reply Objection 1. Singulars are infinite, not actually, but only potentially. Reply Objection 2. Although human action can be hindered, the hindrance is not always at hand. Consequently, it is not always necessary to take counsel about removing the obstacle. Reply Objection 3. In contingent singulars, something may be taken for certain, not simply, indeed, but for the time being, and as far as it concerns the work to be done. Thus that Socrates is sitting is not a necessary statement, but that he is sitting, as long as he continues to sit, is necessary, and this can be taken for a certain fact. End of question 14